This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. If you needed a better example of what vacation mode looked like, the Jets most certainly looked like they were in vacation mode. What was that? And the latest thing is announcing that, ah, now we're bringing them up. What was the purpose of that? Can I ask a simple question? What was the purpose? What's the point of announcing it now? Were you worried somebody's going to steal away Robert Sala? In three years, he's got 17 wins. It's, it's, it's almost comical. But hey, let's run it back. This is the Gordon Damer Show. The Jets are like that scene in Seinfeld where George and Jerry are writing the pilot. All right, act one, scene at. Weren't you supposed to call Elaine? Yes. <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. One, one hour has already flown by. It's already flown by. We can't get it back now, people. Much like this uh, Jets and Giants. You can't, you can't get it back. I, we're good. We don't need it back. Giant Rams uh, game. Ooh, that's going to be a hoot. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Look, I don't know how they do it, but the Jets have found a way each and every week that when the games are over, people want to talk about them. You would think after all these years of missing the playoffs, after all these years of being under 500, after all these issues, after all the losses, at some point you'd be like, ah, I can't take it anymore. People still want to talk about the Jets. It's like the it's like a it's like a it's like the fuel of the station. People still got to get things off their chest. And who am I to not allow them to 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 get things off their chest? I want you. I want everybody's chests. Line them up. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to uh, let's see here. Javier is in Queens. Javier, what's going on, my man? Hey, what's up, Gordon? Happy holidays. I hope you and your family are doing well. Same to you, Javier. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, dude. So, I mean, I it's I have a Jets point, but then I want to have a Knicks point because it can't be all doom and gloom. But you know, the the 2023 Jets, I I think their 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 mantra was you know arm talent, right? They they you know I guess in the NFL there's never been a guy who came in who had incredible arm talent but just couldn't do it. Kyle Bowles, it's never happened. So you know the Jets just thought that having this guy as the backup was going to do it. And they punted on the season uh, because of that. And they didn't even punt on the season right. The Jets don't even lose right. You know, that's that's the issue. The Jets, when they lose, they lose six games. They lose seven games. They don't lose two games and get, you know, the pick that they need. So um, they did it to themselves, you know. I, it, and the Elijah Moore call before, ridiculous. Oh, my God. Um, but with the Knicks, um, they they just need they need to bring in some size like they're so undersized right now I, I don't know what the to that I still like watching them play I think this is a good enough coach but they they're so undersized I'm at the point where I'd be willing to put on uh, Demarcus Cousins it's been the joke of our group chat for two years a friend of ours has wanted this guy for the last two years we we laugh him off but at this point who, would it have been terrible for Demarcus Cousins to be in the lineup last night. You know, uh, they they were so undersized against Orlando. They were they they were they had no chance in that game almost. Yeah, uh, Javier, thanks for uh, thanks for the call and thanks for the kind words. Um, actually, did he have kind words? I'm not sure if he did. If he didn't have kind words, he started okay. off the call saying, um, "Like happy holidays to you oh, and your that, family." That, but that's not kind words. That's just like that's not kind greetings. words. That's not kind words. That's not like, "Hey, you do a great job. I really appreciate you." So they're saying behind your back, "Hey, have a horrible." No, the, the, the one that has nothing to greetings. do with the other. 
No, season's greetings is not kind words. It's just season's greetings. No, I know that, but that's what that was. It wasn't kind words. It was season's greetings. Right. But well, Harvey's arguing that it was kind words. So let me get this straight. It wasn't. A guy literally says, I hope you and your family have like a good hot. Uh, uh, but that's not, know. that's not, that's not kind words. No. What, he wants to kiss you on the cheek? Just no, say he doesn't have to say anything. But I'm saying thank you for the kind words as if he had said, hey, I really enjoy the show. I love, you know, I love when you're on. You don't he believe He didn't him. say any of those things. You're calling him a liar. It's okay. You're still in vacation mode. I'm, I'm not, you're I'm not calling anybody mode. a liar. I'm correcting my own mistake. What are you talking about? You're in Happy holidays is not kind words. Kind words are, wow, Gordon's on. I love when you're on, Gordon. And, and look, if you want to get more time as a caller, if you butter up the host, not just me, any host. But he did not offer me kind words. Now you got me all distracted. What was the point I was going to make? You're gonna go now nobody's going to give me kind words because I'm all distracted on the air. You're talking about the Knicks and they're big. Oh, yes, the, the, the Knicks. I, it seemed like Knicks fans were losing their minds after the game last night, at least on Twitter. And, and, and Partly that's Twitter, partly that's Knicks fans, and it's like the you dropped your chocolate in my peanut butter kind of. It's like it's just they go great together. Twitter and Knicks fans losing their minds. Uh, they just uh, go hand in hand. I, I don't know what, what Knicks fans are expecting, right? Like they're 17 and 14. They're not as good as the Magic have been so far this year. Um, they've played 30 games. I think 19 or 20 of them have been on the road. And they're still clearly adjusting to the loss of Mitchell Robinson. When Mitchell Robinson goes down, that was a huge loss for the Knicks and for their defense. Like the Knicks, when Mitchell Robinson's in there, they own the offensive glass. They have that rim protector. And they're shorthanded right now. So I, I don't know what the... Um, I don't know what the answer there is long-term because it is a long-term question, right? He's going to be out for at least until March. There's been reports that he's going to be out for the entire season. So I don't know how they fix that in the short term. But at least in the short term, like, this is kind of where you expect the Knicks to be. So I would just say get a little dose of reality. That's all. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to uh, Fran is in Massapequa. Fran, what's going on this morning, my friend? My man, Gordon, what's up, baby? You are the best. You're one of my See, favorite See, that's hosts. kind words. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, Fran, words. for the kind words. That's right. You do a great job, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, the guys in the back got to remember their role plays, you know, for a reason. Exactly. I completely agree with that thing. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. What do you got? Let me guess. Gee, you're going to blame Aaron Rodgers for the issues with the Jets. <laughs> I got in a way, and I'm, I hope other GMs are listening in both baseball and in football. I have a way to have a successful franchise and a winning franchise. And you know what that way is? Do exactly the opposite of the Jets and the Mets. Two complete utter losers. Now, I am not a Jet fan. So I could care less. No, Bears get fan, out of here. I didn't no. realize. Yeah, I'm a Chicago Bears I fan, know. but I hate Rodgers, so I'm glad the whole thing right. blew up. You know, this I want this. I want him to, to suffer the, the next couple of years, <laughs> thinking I'll be horrible next year. And they, 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 are, they are, I mean, the Jets are an absolute joke, and they are ex- an example of exactly what not to do. A horrible coach. They have a horrible offensive coordinator. They brought in a 40-year-old quarterback who's got an Achilles tear, who's running the show, who's telling you that, oh, you know what, this guy's good, this guy's good, bring him back. I mean, it is going to be fun next year to watch this thing explode 
implode with him on the field. And now I want to move on to a really pathetic team. And this is sad that I got to be like this. But the Mets, man, I mean, I mean, this guy, what's his name? The owner. I even forgot Steve his Cohen. name. Steve Cohen. I mean, you talk. Steve, I hope, are you listening? And if anybody's listening that can send this to him or send him a message, Steve Cohen, you have absolutely 1,000% failed, failed the New York fans. It is an absolute joke what you are doing to the team. You ain't spending nothing. You, you did, your moves have been a dis, dis, disgusting, the moves. We got to watch Vogel back. Now you're bringing in these bums. I mean, this is a joke. Sports in New York has become an absolute joke. All right, Fran. Well, I, I thank you, Fran, for the kind words. I appreciate the phone call. Those were kind. Did you see that? See what that looked like and sounded like, Harvey? That, that was kind words. I'm surprised he didn't put on some lipstick and give you a big old kiss on the cheek while he was at and it. And look, they were coming from Fran. Fran has nothing good to say about anybody. Rogers, the Jets, the Met, everybody. But those were kind words. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the Mets offseason. Uh, I mean, the, the last time I was on was last Saturday, and that was fresh off of the news uh, about Yamamoto. And it's funny because Fran said, well, just do the opposite of the Mets and, and the Jets. It seems like the Mets are doing the opposite of what the Mets did under Steve Cohen. Uh, they're not spending really any money. And they, they I, I don't want to say they're punting on next season because they, ha- they do have a solid core of players, Lindor and Alonzo, and I'm in- interested to see what Alvarez does and, and Senga and, and Diaz being back and Nimmo. But you got to make some moves. They, haven't, they, they really haven't done anything. And, and it's weird because it seems like there's this question, are the Mets punting on the offseason? Some fan, oh, it's ridiculous they're not punting on the offseason. They punted on last season. They, they got to a point where this team was so bad, they just said, all right, we give up. We're just going to trade away everybody. We'll pay the money. We'll get some prospects, and we'll go from there. And uh, at least so far, the big move this offseason was to bring in David Stearns, and that's been about it. So it, it, it kind of, when you look around and you see the moves that they have not made um, and the moves that they're now talking about, Justin Turner, 36-year-old J.D. Martinez, like, whoa, this, this, these are the moves we're talking about? Uh, boy, boy. 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to, uh, let's see here, Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Gordon. Shout out to the company. Uh, I, I I came in to talk about the Jets because it, it, it is, you know, the gift that keeps on giving. And, you know, when you say it can't get worse, you know, it kind of does get worse. Never so, say it can't get worse with the Jets. That is the worst possible <laughs> thing you could ever say. Yes. So, you know, I am glad. And and since the game was on Thursday, they kind of stopped you stopped you from, you know, picking the game this week, you know, because you, you – No, always, I'm, you I'm know, off the Jets like, for the rest of the year. I'm all, <laughs> Trust me, I'm not picking them the rest of the season. Uh, all right. The so, entire playoffs, I'm staying away from picking any of the Jet games. I'm telling you right now. You know, as I was it's running wrong. the game <laughs> – as I was running the gamut with Joe talking about, you know, different topics and everything, I, 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 I was kind of remiss because I just look at the, you know, Aaron Rodgers buddy system and all the players that we brought in, like, you know, 
Lazard, Cobb, Turner. And then we just pursued, you know, we got Hardman and then also pursued Dalvin Cook. And they all, you know, equal out to like about $26 million. Uh, and I'm just like, you know, and I, I remember, you know, that news that he got all that, you know, adulation for, you know, taking, you know, a pay cut when he signed a new extension because, you know, it gave us some more money. And I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, yeah, I could see, you know, that pay cut definitely offset some of that, you know, payment for some of his buddies because his buddies have been wearing ski masks on the sidelines, stealing money for a long time all throughout this season. And I'm just at the point where it's like, wow, we really regressed because we went from we're a quarterback away to making the playoffs to now it's like, even if we have Aaron Rodgers, are we actually going to make the playoffs? That oh, is no, an I mean, insane proposition, and that is far from what, you know, I thought was going to happen when, you know, I was convinced to go along this Aaron Rodgers road. So this is kind of, you know, sad as a Jet fan, and I hope you enjoy it, Gordon, because I know, I, you know. It's, it Jose, I love every second of it. I got to be honest. I'm not going to lie, you know, and thanks for the phone call. Uh, people will always accuse, well, you're a Dolphin fan. You don't have the Jets fans' interest at heart. I'm honest with you. I, I I try to put myself in the position of the Jet fan, and if I were a Jet fan, look, the Dolphins have the, the Dolphins have not won a playoff game in 23 years, so it's it's not like I'm that far removed from it. I try to put myself in the position of Jet fans, and I would think if this were the type of season that I were watching, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed by my organization. They always let me down, and they don't just let me down. Uh, it, it go down fighting kind of way. They let me down and embarrassing. I'm I'm tired of having to defend an organization that can't defend itself. So uh, I, I, but do I enjoy it? Is it? Oh, absolutely. I, I I enjoy the hell out of it. I, I hope I, there's nobody happier that they're bringing everybody back than me. This is exa- keep lifetime contracts. I, I'd have that for right away. Lock them up. You don't want to make. You don't want Nathaniel Hackett getting away. Somebody might give him a head coaching job. You know. You want to let everybody know everybody's coming back next year. Don't want anybody getting any ideas of trying to snatch away our people. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Happy holidays are not kind words. They're literally just saying happy, happy holidays. It's just, it's just something you say to people. So is this what you, is this what it's about now? You, you become Gordon the Grinch a week no, later? No, I'm not a Grinch. I'm just dis, I'm just debating the point that you're trying to make, which is moronic. It, 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 wishing somebody happy holidays is not kind words. Kind words are, hey, you do a great job. Hey, I really like the show today. Those are kind words. Where the is this thing on the that dumb you're doing scale. is incredible. Where is, is this on the dumb con scale? Someone asked. Joe asked. Uh, your point is. Uh, level five. What right? are you looking up for, buddy? I see you on the Zoom. I have it what written down someplace. Silly. Silly is uh, is the number one. Maybe my point is silly. Yours is five. Dump, uh, it's uh, brain dead. And maybe having to look up to find it on the on the the whiteboard. Maybe that has to rank also somewhere on the dumb con scale. Ray is in the Bronx. Apparently, he wants to defend Harvey. Some I don't know why. Ray, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Gordon? How's it going? I'm good, Ray. What's up? Um, I typically so look. You're going to be incorrect in this instance because you're trying to create a dichotomy. You're saying kind words are something onto itself, and season greetings are something onto itself. But yeah. season greetings, by nature of what they are, constitute kind words. Someone Not is saying, really. I hope you, 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 you no, right. Just hold me. Can you just right. Me? Do you ahead. have somebody that you don't really like, but you have to interact with? 
yeah, that's called being disingenuous. But, th- yeah. but you can be disingenuous and still give kind words, though. So you, no, so right. It those those were not kind words. That was just season's greetings. Like there's there's people yeah, you send Christmas cards to. You really kind, don't feel right, like Gordon? sending Christmas cards to. That's not. But Gordon, it's, it's are we, different. Are, can we agree that by nature of season greetings, those are kind words by nature? Just the words. They themselves. are kind words, but they're not right. kind words that you have to like thank somebody for. They, I agree. They're, just, they're just, very they're just, generic. They're, they're just yeah, a they're generic, generic thing exactly. that people say. But but I think that's actually I don't have to thank them. You shouldn't beat up Harvey. You shouldn't beat up Harvey over. No, absolutely. That no, that that now you've now you've gone to level five, right? I, I apologize. <laughs> no, that, that, absolutely, I should be. I should not allow Harvey. I mean, you see how he derails the show with songs he picks and gets me off the point that I'm trying to make. I already have like ADD. I don't need somebody to like give me a bag of Skittles to get me even further off track. Why a bag of Skittles, huh? Well, because the sugar. You get all hopped up on the sugar. And you went to get coffee earlier, didn't you? I did get some more coffee. I needed a second cup of coffee. Because we only have until 1130, so I feel like i got to cram everything into in that second cup of coffee. It gets it, gets it flowing. Gets it flowing early in the morning. Uh, I am not generally a morning person. I think sports fans in general are not generally morning people. What? Unless you have to be on TV, you're not a morning person. What? You're a sports fan. Because you're watching sports at night. You like to stay up late and watch sports. Well, I'm, well, I'm different. I'm the soccer guy. Yeah, I'm watching, I'm don't worry. Don't worry. We already knew that. <laughs> we, already, we already got that one solved. That one is already booked. Written in stone. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Lonnie is on Long Island. Lonnie, what's going on, man? Hello, Mr. Dick Gordon. How are you, sir? Happy holidays to you and your family. I only have one more hour to deal with Harvey, then I got a couple more days off, so I'm I'm great. Yeah, leave him alone. You and you are absolutely the best on the radio. I love you. I love to hear you. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Okay. No problem. My thing with the um, Jets, you know, that guy. There's a there's a kid, a receiver, um, at Ohio State. He didn't play yesterday. But that that's if that guy's available, the Jets should jump on. Marvin Harris. I know they need. Yes, I know they need linemen, and I know they need a quarterback. But I'm telling you right now, that guy he's the real deal. And another thing with the Knicks, you see the difference. The Knicks have no A's. Like I've been saying, they have not one A. They got all these B's and C's. That's why when it comes to decent teams, they can't beat them. Well, I, look, Don Lonnie, thanks for the phone call, and thank you for the kind words. The Knicks are in the position, they're in a good position. Now, they're not in a great position, and this is kind of the offshoot. Like, that conversation about not having any A's, well, that's kind of the offshoot of going about it how the Knicks have gone about it. And the way the Knicks have gone about it is they wanted to build something while winning. They didn't want to have more years of, of being under 500 and being in the, dra- being in the lottery and, and being an embarrassment and winning 17 games. And that first year, I didn't see anybody complaining because they had been really bad and they'd been in the lottery and every single year, and it never worked out that way either. So they wanted to build while they won games and put some foundation in place. And this is kind of the offshoot of that. They have built something. Now, it doesn't have the ceiling of the top teams, but it's got a little bit better of a floor than the worst teams. And, and anybody who's looking around right now and thinking that the Knicks belong in the same conversation as the other teams that we're talking about here, the, 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 the Jets or the Giants or even the Mets after last season, is crazy. 
The Knicks are a good team that's trying to make that next jump, and that next jump is going to come from uh, eventually, hopefully, making this big move. What is that big move? Nobody knows. we got to find out who that player is first. And, and there's only about seven or eight of them that are going to take you to that level, and getting them is very, very hard. Now, it seems like the Magic have a little bit of a higher ceiling because they did go through a little bit more of the traditional path to building a team. They didn't try to build while winning. They were bad, and they, and they hit in the lottery a couple of times, and now they've got their, their players that they hope are, are going to take them to that next level, and they've been better, at least so far, in the course of this year than the Knicks have been. But the Knicks are still, they're fine. They're okay. This is about where you would expect the Knicks to be, given the schedule they've had, given the loss of Mitchell Robinson, and the, given the fact that over time with Tom Thibodeau, they generally get better as the season goes along. So I'm, I'm fine with where the Knicks at. I'm not jumping off the, the ledge just quite yet. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's impossible. I'm just getting warmed up. Full of hijinks. And look, I'm not your friend, so I'm not your friend. I'm your enemy. And educational. You sound like you're a moron. It's what I learned on TikTok, starring Gordon Damer. Oh, yes, it is that time, people. 10.30 on a Saturday. I, as a 53-year-old man, spend way too much time on that TikTok app, and it's because I learn such uh, interesting but yet completely useless information. So we've come together with a little fun segment, give Joe, give Harvey a little bit more airtime, although that's probably misguided on my part. But uh, I'll give them four pieces of information, three of which are completely made up, not true at all. But one of them is actually something that is true, and it is something that I have learned this week on TikTok. Uh, so, Harvey, Joe, we ready to roll here? Let's do it. All right. Who, you're, you're batting leadoff, Harvey? Yeah. All right. Nice guy here. All right. Number one, Harvey, there is a secret room behind Mount Rushmore that contains 16 porcelain tablets of historical records for future generations. Number two, in the history of Celebrity Jeopardy, WWE wrestler Becky Lynch owns the single highest money total for one day. Number three, the voice actor for Curious George was only 30 when he was found in an abandoned building covered in beer bottles and religious pamphlets. He was dead. Uh, And then number four, the Miss America contest has a limit on how long contestants' eyelashes can be. So really running the gamut here. Number one again, secret room behind Mount Rushmore contains 16 porcelain tablets. Number two, Becky Lynch, WWE superstar, owns the single highest money total uh, for one day on Celebrity Jeopardy. The voice actor for Curious George was uh, dead at 30 and was found in an abandoned building covered in beer bottles and religious pamphlets. Or number four, the Miss America contest has a limit how long eyelashes can be. Becky Lynch has a book coming out. Is that right? Yeah, I believe in February. Uh-huh. Maybe that maybe there'll be a chapter about her Jeopardy experience. It probably will be. I'll go with that one. You go with that one. Lock it in. No, that's incorrect. That is, uh, I think actually she had the worst performance in the history of Jeopardy. Like I think she got every question wrong or so I don't remember what exactly it was. But she did not do well. So that's not that that's an incorrect answer. About incorrect answers. 
So, all right, so you're down to three, Mount Rushmore, secret room behind Mount Rushmore. That sounds like uh, a GTA mission. Right. I've ever thought about it. Can't wait for that GTA 6. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. 2025, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a masterpiece. They've been working on it for forever. Have they? Oh, they've been working on it for like like 12 years. Like the last time a GTA came out, the Jets still weren't in the playoffs. I think it's 12 years since the last one came out. But I digress. I'm going to go with the eyelashes. The eyelashes. Lock yep. it in. Nah, it's also incorrect. There's no, there's no limit. You can wrong. have them touching the floor. There's no limit. So far as we know. I think that would probably hurt your chances of winning, but who am I to say? I'm not an expert. All right, so now you're down. Apparently, neither is Harvey. You're down to two there, big guy. Uh, Mount Rushmore, Secret Room, or uh, Curious, Joyce, Curious George voice actor? I'm going to go with the Curious Joyce voice actor. All right. That's Curious George, not Curious Joyce, just to be clear for the listening audience at home. There was a caller before who said that just do the opposite. And when it comes to this game, just do the opposite of whatever Harvey says. No, that's also incorrect. No, there was actually a secret room behind Mount Rushmore. Sounds like some Illuminati stuff. He uh, con- yeah, it contains 16 porcelain tablets of historical records for future generations. That sounds just creepy. All right, so, uh, Joe, you're next up. And as I've said many times before, we can almost sponsor it at many this point. Many times. You cannot do much worse than Harvey. Well, I can you try, but uh, let's go. I mean, just by process of elimination, you can't do any worse. All right, here we go, uh, Joe. Number one, when Walt Disney died, he left a note on his desk that read, Kill Goofy, and no one knows why. Number two, the guy who is in the crypt above Marilyn Monroe got buried face down so he could, quote-unquote, stare at her for eternity. Number three, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a restraining order against his first wife because she broke into his apartment and killed all of his houseplants. Or number four, Benito Mussolini wrote three romance novels. Again, wide-ranging. Extremely wide-ranging. Yeah, when Walt Disney died, he left a note on his desk that read, Kill Goofy, and no one knows why. Number two, the guy who was in the crypt above Marilyn Monroe got buried face down so he could stare at her for eternity. Number three, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a restraining order against his first wife because she broke into his apartment and killed all of his houseplants. Or number four, Benito Mussolini wrote three romance novels. Well, I know which one I want to be true, but uh, I'll go with uh, the Neil deGrasse Tyson's ex-wife is a plant murderer. All right, lock it in. No, that's incorrect. That's actually true of Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye has a restraining order against his wife. She killed all of his houseplants. Can't do that. To yeah, a guy I was trying to science. think who's similar to Bill Guy, uh, Bill Nye, and I came up with Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's the best I could do. Uh, all right, so now you're down to three. Walt Disney, Kill Goofy, the guy uh, bar- mar- uh, uh, buried above Marilyn Monroe, or Benito Mussolini. I'll take the genius that's buried above Marilyn Monroe. All right, lock it in. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Again, kind of creepy. You know you can't actually see her from there. It's but yes, the that, that, that is, counts. That's true. That is true. Also, uh, Marilyn Monroe's, like, it's like, um, I don't know if it's marble. I don't know what kind of tablet they have on the front of the um, crypt where she's buried. But her crypt is, like, pink from all the people that have kissed it. 
over time. I don't know if that's creepy or, or kind of sweet in that's some way. That's just gross. Yeah, it is kind of gross. It is, I think that we could, put, we could put it in that bucket. Absolutely. All right, so for the last one, I give you, I'm going to give you guys I'm a little bit in the holiday spirit still. I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want a sports-related one or do you want a non-sports-related one? Let's change it up. Go non-sports-related. Non-sports. Well, sports, we have been doing non-sports. Well, I'm just saying in terms of the holiday spirit. We've what already- do you say, Harvey? You say sports or non-sports? Non-sports. We talked about right. sports anyways. All right. Uh, non-sports. All right, so here we go. Number one. And this one is reversed. There's one lie and there's three truths because we need to make it more difficult. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, All right. So first one is uh, Denmark has more pigs than people. Number two, Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's all get their cheese from the same place. Number three, the inspiration for YouTube was the Janet Jackson incident at the Super Bowl. Or number four, Abraham Lincoln would often store his speeches in his hat. So again, to recap, Denmark has more pigs than people. Number two, Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's all get their cheese from the same place. Number three, the inspiration for YouTube was uh, the Janet Jackson incident. You remember the one. And uh, number four, Abraham Lincoln would often store his speeches in his hat. Not going to lie, after hearing this, I kind of want to hear about the sports one now. Do you want to switch? No. All right. But I'm going to go with uh, more pigs than people. You think that's the lie? Yes. Okay. Joe, you going to go with Harv or are you going to switch on your own? I'm going to go on my own here. And while practical, I don't believe uh, Abe Lincoln stored his speeches in his hat. You got a pocket for that. All right. Lock it in. I'll tell you this. One person's right. Shockingly, it is Harvey. Yeah, yes. Denmark uh, is not uh, is not the country. I think it's Norway has more pigs than people. But Abraham Lincoln would often store his uh, speeches in his hat. It's a huge hat. Why not use it for something? Sadly, he didn't uh, save well, his life. Let's not let's not oh. go there. Jeez, Louise. And that, my friends, is what we, what I have learned this week no. on TikTok. And now, because of this segment, you have learned it too. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, still lots to do as we take you up until 1130. We got to get polar opposite of power rankings. Our NFL picks were still on a heater after last week. And no Jets and Giants this week. So we're really going to make some money. Lots to do. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. We've been talking a lot of uh, football as uh, we get ready for the uh, Giants and the Rams. We break down everything that's gone wrong for the Jets this season and continues to go wrong. There's only one game left, though. Only one. And luckily, the Jets at least got moved to Thursday, which was not ideal, but it's better to have at least one of the two teams. Now that, you know, there's so much going on in the final couple of weeks of the season. All these teams are a lot. It's better to get the Giants and the Jets out of that main window. Any chance you get. And uh, they were certainly out of the main window on Thursday night. So we've been talking a lot about the Jets and, and where they go from here. And, and where they go is nowhere. They, they just are running it back for next year. And who, who would possibly, who would think that that was not uh, the right move? Oh, that's right. Everybody. Um, but we've also touched on uh, the Mets a little bit. We've touched on the Knicks a little bit. And here's the thing. With the Knicks, 
it feels like with Nick fans, they're always in like a heightened sense of uh, of panic. Like it's always because they're Nick fans. They're they're, they're maniacal, and we get that. And that's part of the reason why they're they're so enjoyable. But but sometimes you have to kind of bring it down a, a notch. And and again, if you would have told me before the season that the Knicks would lose Mitchell Robinson for a significant period of time, they would have the schedule that they've had where they've been decidedly heavy on road games as opposed to home games and they'd be sitting you know three four games over 500 that's kind of where I would expect them to be now if you came into the season expecting that the Knicks were going to be challenging the Bucks or the Celtics or the Sixers you were already delusional you were already operating from a delusional point of view the Knicks are not as good as those teams the problem is is that it's starting to get a little tricky to figure out how they're going to be part of that next group of three and not be part of the play-in. But if you really want to panic, it's not even about where they're at right now or where they're going to be. I do think that they're going to kind of figure this out as they go along. I do, I, I, more than most Nick fans, I do have some faith in Tom Thibodeau to kind of get this straightened away. And uh, certainly he was not happy with the, uh, the non-calls. Do we have that cut from Tom Thibodeau last night about the non-calls on Jalen Brunson? If you really want to panic about something with the Knicks, it feels like that they will be making a trade at some point, and it feels like just a matter of time before they trade Emmanuel quickly. And uh, that's when I will panic because I think it's hard to know for sure because I don't know who they're going to get back, but at least some of the names that you've heard thrown out there already, Emmanuel quickly is like number two on the Knicks I want to build around. And from the moment they did not get him signed to a contract before the season became uh, got started, it's just kind of felt like, and, and just the trade rumors you hear, and it makes sense, right? If, if you are a team engaging in trade conversations with the Knicks, who is the person that you're going to be looking to get? Well, look, you'd love to get maybe Jalen Brunson, but the Knicks are not going to be, make him available. Who's, who's somebody that you can trade for that's young and has got upside but has already shown you true potential in terms of production Already, that would be Emmanuel quickly. Uh, and uh, if the Knicks do end up trading uh, Emmanuel quickly without knowing for sure who they're getting back, it feels like that would be uh, that would be a, a major mistake. A major mistake. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go out to uh, Danny is on Long Island. Danny, what's going on, my man? Good morning, Damon. And a, it's Gordon. I'm sorry. And a happy New Year to you and all your friends and family. You're the greatest host in the history of ESPN Radio, and we need more cowbell and more Damon as we head. Thank to you very much, Danny. Those are some very kind words. Thank you. You know, uh, I, have, I was aware of that room at the, at the Mount Rushmore. And oh, what, okay. what's not, yeah, what's not like, widely known is that they actually put a picture of the Jets winning the Super Bowl in that room so future generations could know that it actually happened because there's a good chance it may never happen again. So it was a Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Jets Super Bowl trophy picture. So that way future generations can know that it took place because it may not happen again for, in our lifetime, apparently. Yeah, and, like and I get the feeling that people would be walking through and be like, oh, the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah. What? The Jets won the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, it does kind of feel that way. It does kind of feel that way. And, and it's one thing for it to feel like, like there's a lot of long-suffering teams. Like Jet fans sometimes make it out like they're the only long-suffering fan base. That's not true. There's, there's plenty. Of, as I said, my Dolphins haven't won a playoff game in 23. Think about the list of things that did not exist the last time the Dolphins 
won a play. They weren't even a Super Bowl or a, 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 a conference championship game. Just simply a playoff win. It's a long list of things that did not exist. The internet, all these things. iPhones, YouTube. Life was completely different. I still had hope as a sports fan. It's a long time ago. Long time ago. John is in South Florida. John, what's going on? Hey, hey, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sir, uh, so Gordon. Formal, sir. Thank you. I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I apologize. Uh, what could be worse than to lose the final game of the season, of course, to the Patriots like the Jets always do? Um, right? That's their final game. Uh, yep. What could be worse? a last-place Patriot team, to leave a more of a sour taste in, in Jets fans' mouth uh, to lose that game. And they're going to go out there. It looks like the players – I think that players aren't even trying, but that, that's the coach for uh, – the coach is responsible for how, the effort they give, and they're giving no effort. And what, what could be better for people that don't like Jets uh, – for the jet for the jets to lose that game uh a final game of the season a terrible team a last place team and they still lose that one to belichick it's going to be hard for them to win that's all i wanted to yeah. say thank you so- all right john and it's i guess it is possible that the patriots don't finish in last place right because if they were now it's it's very unlikely but if they were to be able to to beat the bills again they already beat them once this season but beat them tomorrow in buffalo and then beat the jets the Jets would finish in last place. So it's not a, a guarantee. Now, I don't think that that's going to happen. And I'll be honest with you, if I were a Patriot fan, I'd want to lose that game to the Jets. I do not. It's bad enough to be in this terrible year. The last thing I want to do is squander the only silver lining of this season, which is to get a, a high draft pick. New England right now is, is only at four. So... I would much prefer to have as many options on the table as possible. So I would I would want to lose both these games. I, I know that's not the way the Patriots are approaching it, but that's what I would want to have happen. I, I don't I don't want to be winning any of these. Games. What, what's the point? To just beat the Jets again, guys? You did it. You 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 you, you hammered them to death with Bill Belichick. One more win, another win there, and now you're talking about well, no, we're not going to get our quarterback of the future. And it changed. You don't need any better example of a team winning a meaningless game and completely changing the the future of their organization than the Jets by winning by winning that game. What was it against the Rams and losing out on Trevor Lawrence? Not that Trevor Lawrence has been perfect, and certainly if the Jets had gotten Trevor Lawrence, maybe he wouldn't even be as good as he's been for for Jacksonville. So maybe it was they were doomed to no matter what. But I would think that they were in a certainly, I'll tell you one thing, if they had drafted Trevor Lawrence, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be here. You'd still be trying to figure out things with, with Trevor Lawrence, that's for sure. So winning these games, oh, what's one game? It's a lot. So if I were the Patriots, there's no way, if I were a Patriot fan, there's no way I'd want to win that game against the Jets. Lose another one, I'll lose to the Jets, I'll be fine with it. Unfortunately, yeah, the Patriots are going to win that game. I mean that. I'm. I, I've already sworn off picking the Jets 
again this year because we've we've lost so much with them. But in terms of picking games in, in the final week of the regular season, that that I don't know what the line's going to be, but that seems like a, a pretty good lock that I'll be taking New England next week. Omar is in Brooklyn. Omar, my friend, what's going on? Oh, the Bills are winning some games. Omar is, uh, is back. Listen, a good morning, Gordon Damer. You are the best. You make you make me entertain. You make whenever I turn on the radio. Yes, it's a, a lightning in the uh, a bubble. Uh, I, it, I get goosebumps in a sense that I feel younger because you are such a. Your sense of humor is amazing, amazing. So, uh, and you are the best host that. Uh, lightens me that I have gone through uh, like a whole day of work, a whole night of work. And when I hear that, Gordon Damer, it just uh, lightens me up. So I thank Beautiful. God that you are thank on the Thank you for making the call, Omar. Oh, oh, do you have something else? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, okay. Secondly, uh, first thing, first you have to tell first me. First thing? This is the that, second. You already gave me the first thing. Uh, Give me the second. Okay, so secondly, you have to tell me. What is the rumor? I hear, I hear, I'm hearing that maybe they're going to trade Iman quickly. But what is the player that? Well, is, there, there's been, the latest one is Dejounte Murray. They they would be they've been talking with the Hawks apparently about uh, bringing in Murray and that that quickly and Fournier and a couple of first round picks. That was the reported trade that I heard. But quickly, it just seems like quickly is on the block here. Uh, and that if the Knicks do make a, a, a sizable move, not just a trade for a big that's going to come in and play you know, 10, 11 minutes a game and serve as a backup, but a, a sizable trade, it seems like quickly is going to be involved in all those offers. And um, I, I don't like that. Uh, again, in any trade, it matters what am I getting back. I'm not saying that quickly is completely off the board, but of the names that I have heard mentioned, quickly is off the board. 